This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So let's start off in the East between the Bulls and the Raptors. The Raptors laying five and a half here. Total very low already at 214 and a half. Like I said, this one has sunk from 216 and a half at opening, has dropped two points, and the winner will face the Heat for the eighth seed. Uh, so, Jinx, is there a, a play you like here? Is there a story that you're watching? No real story that I'm watching, but I, I would certainly look at the Raptors. And, I, of course, I say this. I don't know. This is do not follow me on the NBA. If you're listening, you're like, let me hear what this guy has to say about the NBA. No, you would rather listen to me talk about home improvement. And I'm terrible at home improvement. The NBA is difficult. I would lean Raptors. I The, the Bulls are absolutely schizophrenic. Like the Bulls are going to walk into your home one day. And they're going to be like, oh, my God, you have a beautiful home. It's so nice to meet you. I'm so happy to be here. And it's been great talking with you. And then they're going to leave. and be like, I really like that Chicago team. They're so nice. And who wouldn't want to be around them? And then the next week, they're going to walk in. They're going to be like, I don't want to be talked to. I don't know what's going on here. I don't like anything here. You're like, well, this is the person I just met. You. They're all over the place. You never know what you're going to get with the Bulls, ever. So they could absolutely win this thing outright. So for me, I have to trust the more consistent side. That is the Raptors 25-15-1 against the spread in Toronto. Second best in the entire league, tied with the Denver Nuggets. So they're in really good company there as far as covering the number. And so when you take that into effect with the consistency, I'm going to roll with Drake and the Raptors. I don't know if Drake's even on this team. Uh, You know, especially because... You know, it's the play-in. I don't think he hopped on the bandwagon, at least until a team is in the NBA Finals. But the trends definitely point in the Raptors' direction. But I don't think I am going to bet on this one just simply because when you have one side that's so volatile, like that's not a game you want to bet on because there are two very different outcomes that could come out of this game. The Bulls winning outright or the Bulls getting blown out by 20 five uh so i don't think it's going to be a play for me i do think the bulls absolutely have the talent to hang with just about anybody we saw it during the last stretch of the season beat memphis outright 128 107 as uh i guess they were favored in that game but still uh beat the bucks uh 105 92 but some of those other wins like all right you beat the pistons you beat the mavs who were very much struggling down the stretch so i don't know what to make of the bulls so I will be leaving it alone. And then finally, we'll talk about the total for a quick second because it's already so low. At what point is too low 
to play and under because Jenk, I think you're right on the unders being the play, but this one's really low. Two thirteen and a half. Yeah, I can't bet this total. I would probably bet under, I guess, based on the trends. But man, when you see a number this low, it's just it's just a stay away. I don't know if you're gonna bet the under on two fourteen and a hook. Good on you. I don't have the guts to do it. I think the one plus money play that maybe I am looking out for is Nikola Vucevic over 10 and a half rebounds. He's averaging 11 this season. I think when it's the playoffs, he's going to be uh, grabbing some extra boards. But the sabotage factor is sometimes he is more interested in scoring than rebounding. So maybe points and rebounds is the way to go for the big man for the Chicago Bulls. So on to the next play in game where we have the Thunder squaring off with the Pelicans. Pelicans five and a half point home favorites totaled 228 and a half, which is ticked down three whole points from the opening line of 231 and a half. So the winner of this game faces the T Wolves for the eight seed. Jinx, I think we both like the Thunder here. Yes, I do like the Thunder here, and of course, this makes me super nervous because why are the Pelicans laying five and a half points? This number seems too high to me. I feel like this number should be New Orleans minus three and a half. So I look at this one of two ways. Either, and I don't set numbers, so it's not like, oh, you know, according to my calculations, I was working on my abacus earlier, and I uh, moved a few beads across, and I realized that this line is too heavy. I don't know whether it's that or whether there's something a little fishy going on. I would say you just got to trust the Thunder here and SGA. I, I tend to look at star players in spots like this and whether or not they can help cover because they can take over games. And he's certainly the best player on the court because Zion needs to make sure he feels like Zion before Zion gets back on the court. So, yeah, I'm going to lean Thunder. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I like the Thunder as well. Why not trust one of the better covering teams in the NBA? There was a stretch where they weren't covering the numbers as much, but uh, we've already seen it in the play-in games. Underdogs have been the play, especially when you're getting five and a half. Like, I think if you have a team where maybe there's a chance they went out right, you take the points. Uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, I do think, has a big game here, but you are not getting any kind of value on his line. It's 32 and a half, juice the over at minus 122. I wouldn't be surprised if he drops 35 just because the opportunity is certainly going to be there. He is going to be relied on to do most of the scoring. And I don't think that the Pelicans really have anybody to stop him. On the other end, uh, Brandon Ingram probably primed for another big game. While Zion's been out, he has been doing the heavy lifting. I see all these jokes on Twitter saying that, like, 
you know, Zion's dapping up the other team while Brandon Ingram's leaving it all on the court, uh, trying to keep his team afloat. So if we're talking about stars, I think these are the two stars of the night that probably have the biggest uh, biggest nights points-wise. Uh, Jinx, which of these games are more interesting to you? Like, are you going to watch either of these? Do you think that the Thunder game no. is more uh, interesting than the other one or just no interest? I'm not watching any of these games tonight. I will be in Charleston and I will have a drink in hand. I will have a Bloody Mary in my hand in about three hours. I'm going to take a quick nap after the show and then I'm going to head to the airport and the lovely Catherine and I are going to sit there. And look, I may have it on in the background, but I am not. I... I do not find play-in games compelling. I just think they're, and even the NBA, I, Matt blew my mind with this stat that, or this factoid, use the word factoid, what's wrong with me? But the play-in game is not considered a part of the regular season, nor is it considered a part of the playoffs. We think it's part of the playoffs because you're battling for playoff positioning. But these games are an entity in and of themselves. They're just play-in games. And it to me, it's just like watching a watered down basketball game in the regular season. Like, for example, and I said this yesterday, but I'll say it again Bulls Raptors regular season, unless you're a hardcore NBA fan, are you paying attention to this game? Of course, if you're a fan of the Bulls, fan of the Raptors, that's one thing, but on the whole, probably not. So, the fact that you've got a nine seed and a 10 seed going at it for the right to possibly move on to the playoffs. It doesn't excite me. So that's just a long way of saying, no, I'm not going to be watching. I still can't believe that there's like a loser's bracket. I thought that was reserved for like kids tournaments where they want to guarantee the parents drove all the way to, you know, wherever for their kids tournament where they're going to be guaranteed two games. Like, I still don't understand the reason for it. Like, just do a one game thing. Like, do you really need the loser playing another game? I don't think so. It seems it seems very odd. Well, it's just watered down. It's not like this is the loser and these are two great teams going at it. It's not like a series where you lose the game and you have another chance to get back in it. That's when it gets exciting because anything can happen. But, man, when you're talking about two teams at the bottom of the Eastern or Western Conference and what they're doing is they're battling and then the loser gets to play again, like where's the excitement there? There's just too many teams at this point. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and it's all funny because they instituted this in order for more people to get to see Zion Williamson play basketball on a national stage. And what do you know? Zion's not even playing. Like, not even playing in a game anymore. Uh, very sad to see. We hope that Zion returns to the court because he was supposed to be the next LeBron James. What are we doing? For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.